For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. ED. Oh. Hey, that was ugly. No sugar coating. That was ugly. That tastes like sadness. I thought it tasted worse than that, but okay. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast. Oh, believe he is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on the show. Sadness, if that's what you call it. Uh, it was rough. It was sad. It was it was it was all the things, but there if I can 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 quote a mentor of mine there is a silver line and i'll talk about that but there's a whole lot to get to before we get to that silver line and though from from my vantage point from what i saw out there on the field at the field of jeans my my man ed was there he saw it live and in person uh so he'll give you his perspective as well as always want to continue to encourage you to continue to download subscribe rate and review wherever you are wherever you may be. Um, if there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, hit that like or follow button. Uh, hit us up on social media. Get involved in the show. I'm at R. Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Watch Red Red. He is at ED25. As always, we are brought to you by the five folks at Bet Online. Basketball is back. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at bet online and as your continued source for all sports wagering information bet online features live betting free contests and giveaways all season long always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events whether that's nfl nba nhl mma tennis boxing or even golf head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit make sure you use the promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards, bet online where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, ED, after mm-hmm. a loss, in case you're new to the pod, in case you're new to the show, after every Niners loss, we give you what we learn. After every win, we'll hand out game balls. No game balls for this one. Uh, what did we learn from this one? Niners losing uh, to the Carolina or to the Carolina Panthers. Niners losing at home <laughs> to the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. I uh, had Carolina on my mind. Go figure. Uh, losing that one at the crib uh, in which um, it just did not look good whatsoever. Um, a little bit I actually of- would like to know what you learned. I want to hear this. What you want to you- hear, hear what I learned? Yeah. All right. I- I'll tell you what I learned. Niners losing. Niners. Where I'm from, you lose by that many, it's time to drop the sticks. 21 or, 20, 21 or more, you down by 21 or more, it's time to drop the sticks. We, we got to drop the sticks time at that one. Uh, 44-23, your final at the field of jeans. Uh, what did I learn? What did I learn from this one? Ah, oh, man. Um, there was a lot that I learned. Uh, but I think the main thing that I learned, the main, my main takeaway from this is there's this narrative and there's this thought that all of a sudden, and of course the trade was made too, and the Niners are a, a Super Bowl contender. The Niners are, you know, one of the top teams in the league, this, that, or the other. That may be the case eventually, but right now, 
they ain't that. And it's just time to start telling the truth about it because you're going up against one of the, the top teams in the league, in the Kansas City Chiefs, and you look like you don't even belong on the field. So if they're going to get there, if they're going to be that team, they got a long way to go. And so what I learned is let's pump the brakes on our Super Bowl talk. Let's pump the brakes even on some of this playoff talk because that didn't look good on Sunday. That's what I learned, ED. What did you learn? Okay. Okay. You you know, it's funny. I wanted to see where you were going to go with it because there's so many different things that can be said. But uh, watching the game, being there, watching it play out, um, watching the the first of all, it's great atmosphere. Um, it's it's I'm I'm liking how Levi is. is I know it's been years now, but I still I'm liking it, how the atmosphere is starting to become its own place. It's not, you know, it's not the other than the stick anymore. You know, it's 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 its own entity now, and and, and it has tradition that's starting to grow there. You know, you've had playoff games there and stuff, so it's a certain vibe there now, um, and it feels good. It feels good walking into there. Um, so so you you got all of that going, and then it was just like just booty on the field. Um, what I learned watching this game, and you kind of touched on it. I just want to see where you were going. Uh, you played against one of the better rosters in the league. You played against um, one of, if not the best coaches in the league as far as um, a mindset, game planning, and all of this stuff. Say what you want to say about the old man, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is a, is a master when it comes to drawing. I know we, we always say these things about, um, and we talked about that going into the game. We always talk about, you know, genius, and they throw those labels out there. What did I say? It doesn't matter who you give Andy Reid, he tends to get the best out of him. Andy Reid is one with everybody. He finds a way to win. Um, so you had you had one of the better coaching staffs, one of the better rosters, and you got housed at the crib. You got skull drug. You just touched on it. This team, what I've been saying, if you lose, if you lose to bad teams enough, what does that make you? And then when you play a good one, you get your ass handed to you, you're a bad team. It's that simple. So that's what I learned. This is a bad football team. It's a good roster, but it's a bad football team. So you got to find a way to do that. Now, see, everybody's watching this. Y'all go see Rashawn just left me. This is one of those things that you do in broadcasting. You know, it's like when, when the mic goes out or what, or the lights go out, the power goes out. You never know if it's still on, if your mic is still live. So you just keep talking. This is sort of what happened at the Super Bowl when the lights went out. We didn't know if people were listening or not. So, I mean, for like an hour, you're still just talking and broadcasting and doing your thing. But anyway, back to that, just back to the game. I did. I learned that this team, they're, they're just not, they have to get better at a lot of different positions. I told everybody you got up and left, left me hanging. <laughs> but, but they got to get better. They got to get better uh, at a lot of positions. Um with their play. I'm not talking about with the talent. It doesn't matter if you're talented and you're not doing your job. It doesn't matter if you're talented, but you're not playing in unison. It doesn't matter if you're talented 
and you're not game planned properly. They're, they're lacking in a lot of areas. And as of right now, as we speak, as we tape, it's a bad team. It was a bad football team that I saw. Um, that was a bad performance. And that's what happens. You, you know I've said it. What happens when a good team plays a bad team? Especially if you're having a bad day. It is going to get ugly. <laughs> that is what we learned here on the Believe in 49ers podcast. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. I, I didn't want my baby's french fries to burn. I had to go get him out the oven. I had to, I had to take care of it. And I figured I'd give me a beverage too while, while I'm at it. Um, if you if you go to my Instagram and you scroll, you got to keep scrolling for a little bit. You'll see a picture of me and, and a young Juju Smith-Schuster from his days at Long Beach Poly High School. He was looking like the juju from Long Beach Poly out there on on Sunday. Um, and, and I'll 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 preface that by saying, uh, or add a add a, a sub note to that by saying, Juju wasn't even a receiver really coming out of high school. Like everybody, he was one of the top safeties in the country, and yeah. he ended up you know becoming you know a, a pretty good receiver. And then he went to USC, made the decision. Look, I think I want to stick to the offensive side of the ball, and similar to Marquise Lee, that's neither here nor there. You mentioned it going up against one of the, the better teams and yeah. just getting absolutely demolished. I will say this, the last four minutes of that first half, even maybe bleeding into first possession or so of the second half, some of the worst football I've, I've seen in the last three years. That includes the injury riddled. 2020 season at, at for the lifespan of this podcast some of the worst football i've ever seen from the niners you talk about penalties on top of penalties yep. uh you, you talk about shooting yourself in the foot uh you talk about red zone turnovers um giving up explosives on special teams like this thing ran the gamut uh, yep. and and overall for for the life of the game Chiefs average nine yards per play. They're going to first down every time they snap the ball, <laughs> basically, like right? Like this, like this ain't a Jimmy thing. This ain't just on the defense. This ain't just on the offense. Like this is a whole – they ran the gamut on right. Sunday. And that's why I just said – I didn't say it was a bad Jimmy. I didn't say it was a bad um, um, D'Amico. I didn't say it was a bad cow. What did I say? This is a bad football team. Bad team right now. Bad team right now. It's a bad team. They're not playing well. And I and I and I took that off the table. Let's take out talent. I, I, I there's not a question of whether or not the guys are capable of making good plays. We've all seen them do it. I've just seen them play more bad ball than good ball this year. I tend to just you know what did I always tell you? Scout with your head, not your heart. I'm just watching what they're putting out there. You are playing more bad ball than good. You've had more quarters of bad ball, more series of bad ball. You've had more crucial errors in critical times than finding a way to make that play in those moments. The moment tends to be bigger. And that's the thing. The moment's always going to be there. The pressure's always going to be there. That time in the game is going to come. And you're going to feel it and you're going to know it. This is the play. This is the down. And somebody makes the play or not. There's been a whole lot of or not. That's all I've seen. And yeah. what, seven games now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's man. what I, I've seen. I've seen more of that than not. And their record said so. 
So I'm, I, this is a bad football team, and that's where I'm going to sit until they show me elsewhere. I mean, you you were you were pretty close to full strength on the defensive end. I mean, you I mean, obviously, guys just coming back, right? Yeah. Oh, well, this is a, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I, I, I was in my head and I wanted to go there. I, I got a lot of this and I got it on Twitter and stuff where people were like, well, they're still down. You know, they're, they're still down guys and all this stuff that's hurting, you know, like, like Ward and Bosa, uh, you know, they were just coming back. Guess what? They were just coming back. Those are your top end guys. They were in there. You, 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 I guess what I played, been a starter, got hurt and had to come back out. You don't, you don't, there, there's no ramp up period. You got, you got to come back in and play at the level you play at. Bosa's got a Bosa. The same baseball, ain't no rehab assignments. Oh, Bosa's got a Bosa. Guess what? Ward has got to be that dude. You've been that dude. Be that dude every week. He had a bad day, and, and that's it. Doesn't make you a bad player. Doesn't, we we know that. Is it? They had a bad. That's what I'm saying. He had a bad day, and across the board, there was too. There are too many people having bad days. But to be a championship team, what do I say? Your stars got to be your stars. Role players got to know their role, and they got to accept it. And then you got to have a couple of surprises. But. You, that those things have to happen. I mean, Trent Williams can't give up a sack for safety in the end zone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trent, yeah. Williams, Trent Williams doesn't do that. I know plays happen. I know things happen. I know Trent Williams is human. I know Trent is going to miss a block from time to time, but just not that one. Trent Williams doesn't do that. Yeah, and no, you don't get a pass because you've been out injured with a high ankle sprain. You were in the huddle on the field. You crossed the line. It's time to play. There, there, I'm sorry, you just said this. There's no triple A, there's no double A, there's no rehab period. Uh uh-uh. uh. If, you, if you're playing, you're full speed. Yeah. Period. So that's, so I'm glad you mentioned that. So the, the players, they had enough of their top end guys out there to do we, better. Because the thing about it, ED, we've seen them be better this season. This yes. season. Like I'm not going back, I'm, I'm not digging up, you know, receipts from last year or the year before. We've seen them be better this season with less. Yes, yes. Which goes back into the fact that now you're playing a better squad with better coaching, with better game planning um, that puts relentless pressure on you. What, what have I told you? I've told you there are two coaches in this league that try to get offensive defense coordinators fired. Well, one's not in the league anymore, but one's Sean Payton. Sean Payton, his goal is to get a defensive coordinator fired every week. And Andy Reid. Andy Reid, yeah. Andy Reid, uh, you know, I've always told you that. Yeah. Andy Reid will score 90 on you. Yeah. Because his job is his job is not to take it easy on you. His job is to score. Your job as a, as a defensive coordinator, as a professional defender, is to prevent ah. that. Yeah. And if you can't, he will – he's not running. You can't run the score up on pros. It's impossible because you have, you have millionaire defenders. So it's impossible for you to run the score up. Their job – they are paid – handsomely to stop it uh, so this is this is another one of those situations where I, I, you know because I, I can't say well the talent is just better sometimes that's the case sometimes you're just not good enough back in what 2020 when everybody was hurt they just weren't good enough, weren't good enough. to go against high-end teams that wasn't the case Sunday you got outplayed you got out coached how many times have we said that this year? You, you can say, I mean, and, and I'm glad you mentioned the whole 2020 thing. I mean, you can say 
Kyle probably did a better coaching job then than we've seen him do the first half of last season and definitely up to this point uh, this season. Um, we're just we're just not seeing it. And, and, and I, I, I go back to that stretch towards the end of the first half, right? Like you you force them to get a penalty where you get inside field goal range and then you commit a penalty when you're trying to kick the field goal, put you right back out of field goal range. They do you a solid by muffing the punt and then you turn the ball over in the end zone, right? And then you come back down, you're fortunate that they miss a field goal and then coming out of the locker room at halftime, you give up an explosive on a return game. And so execution, so you, you're looking at, because some of that, I, I will say, right now, so the things that you just called out, that's not, that's not user error. That's execution. That's on the player. Uh, Kyle didn't make Jimmy throw that ball. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't care what play call he had out there. I don't care what the audible was. I don't care what his outlets were and all this stuff. Kyle did not make Jimmy throw that end zone interception. So that's not user error. That's not on Kyle. That, that's, that's on Jimmy. That's a horrible decision. That's, that's, a, that's a horrible decision. You can't make that throw. You, you just can't be that guy. You can't do that. That's the reason why they went out and got another quarterback. Plays like that are the reason why you have, you know, a majority of the fan base saying that this guy's got to go because you make those type plays. Yes, you can do other good things, but you th that's what I mean. You can't have that play. You cannot say that you're a good team. You cannot have championship aspirations. And in a game when really I know you're focused because you know you're playing against one of the better teams. Guess what? The night before. The night before, there was this big alumni event, and guys were there. And as you said, I was there. I was up there the whole weekend. And and John Lynch got up on stage, and he was talking to a, a lot. I mean, there were – I can't even tell you how many of us were there. But he got up, and he was talking, and he said something like, you know, we got a game tomorrow, and then we owe these guys something. His words, not mine. We owe these guys something. Oh I bring God. that up to say – you know that there was a there was a special focus that they that these players should have had that it was it was an organizational thing. Let's lock in. We want to win this game, and that's the booty performance you put out there. Yeah, first time you've seen them since live in Miami, right? I mean, and I'm like, you're doing you're doing that. Jimmy's making that play. Yeah, you, and, 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 yeah. and about Jimmy, I, so this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on so Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. If you so, I was at the Chargers game Sunday, right? Chargers mm -hmm. just getting lambasted by the Seahawks, which um, happened to be in this division. And man, that's man, are, are things they look good? Are things kind of playing out the way I told you? Ooh, you, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I was not drinking the Kool Aid at first. I, well, I just, I just what I, I saw on that field, I was Sunday, there with them all summer, and I told you, I was man. like, it's, it didn't, it, it's a certain way he knew, he knows, but back, okay, and I'm, I'm gonna let you get this. It's, it's a coaching thing, he knows what he has, Pete Carroll, it is. He knows, I sat there in the meeting room with him, he knows what he has and what he doesn't have, he knows how his roster is built and the talent. This is what we can do. The guys that he didn't know, let's find their personality and figure out what they do well. Help them find who they are so we can put them in position to do it. And when I said, we go play defense, we go run this football. Gino is going to make his plays. We're going to put him in position to do certain things. And day one, they told Gino, don't try to win it. In the meeting room, we don't expect our quarterback, no slight. We don't expect him to try and win it. You know, 
So it's, it's a coaching thing, and and he's he's building off his strengths instead yeah. of pretending. So I'm there, and and I get a text from a good friend of mine. I, I always bring him up on this show. Um, Niners fan, obviously, and he he texts me something. It's always something Jimmy related, right? <laughs> and so he, he texts me, texts me, Jimmy. I, I forget what exactly the text said, right? And I'm like, oh boy. Like, I was like, I, I take that something bad happened. And he was like, nah, just Jimmy, <laughs> right? And so and I'm like, and I, and I text him, like, normally we don't agree on these things. Because normally, you know, he's like way over, like, you know, I mean, there's two camps, right? There's the, the anti-Jimmy camp and then there's the, the pro Jimmy camp, right? And so I'm like, normally we just don't see eye to eye on these things. So I, I, I go, I watch the game, right? And there was, I, I defend Jimmy a lot on this show, right? I, I'm, I've never said that he was Marino or anything like that, mm-hmm. but, but I've, I've defended him quite a bit on this show. And that first quarter, especially that first drive, we talked about this before, right? The first drive, you know, how, you know, they, they tend to, to, to look well and start well uh-huh. or whatever. I, I would yeah. say that first quarter, he looked, Good, and there were some other drives in, in the game where he was kind of stretching the field, and he, and he looked, you know, he he looked really good at times, and you know, it, it was looking like you know one of the better performances I had ever seen Jimmy have, right? And then there was these other instances where it's just it's like, like Jimmy's got to be better, right? And and the throws I I typically a lot of them I, I kind of excuse, right? Because it, it's you know some of it is his limitations, some of it is the play calling, instead of other things that we've gone through over at nauseum on this pod. But for me, the thing that upset me the most, um, or that had me the most frustrated, I should say, was the recognition, right? He's a veteran quarterback, right? Um, Yeah, Trent shouldn't have gave up that sack. But at the same time, if you're Jimmy, you're rolling, how much time do you actually think you have? All right, that Uh, one, I I disagree with you on that one. Keep keep your thought, though, and then I'll come back to that and tell you on that one. Keep going. There there was another another sack he he gave up, you know, where the blitz came, and, and, you know, he had an outlet right there in the flat, you know, didn't go to him, kind of locking in on guys, not really seeing the pressure when it was coming. Uh, And and so, like, those were the things that just kind of – kind of frustrated me a little bit um as far as Jimmy especially in this game uh on 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 Sunday and then of course the turnover in the end zone right against the pressure in your face like I mean you at least you had at least got three points there right and 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 you you piss it all away right so it it was it was highly frustrating watching watching that and his performance on a day in which I thought he made some of the better throws I've seen him make mm. in quite some time, you know, up the seam, the Kittle. Um, he had another one where he, he kind of went downfield. Uh, he threw one high to Debo, but Debo was able to come back and get it. You know, they, they tried to go downfield a little bit. It looked like Kyle was kind of trying to extend things, you know, in a sense. And Jimmy Jimmy was there for it, right? And, and then at other times, it, it just seemed like Jimmy just wasn't – he didn't – for whatever reason, he didn't see it. He's a veteran quarterback, right? Like, if it's Trey, I can understand that. But him being a veteran, like you expect him to be better than that in those situations. At least I do, and and, and so I didn't I didn't see that. And and to your to your point about Trent, like it's backside pressure. Like I get it, and you probably feel like you got this big security blanket there, and, and Trent Williams, and, and Trent just doesn't make that play. This that or the other. You kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. So yeah, I can see that. Um, but at the same time, like if you're already rolling, if you're already flushed out you know there's only so much time that you have, right? And and on top of that, 
this ain't the first rodeo, first four way in for foray into the end zone this season for Jimmy, right? <laughs> like we like we've seen this before, right? Like Jimmy's, yeah. Jimmy's giving up four yeah. points this year. Yeah, well, the only so I can't argue with anything that you're saying there. The only the only only thing that I will give a rebuttal on is the Trent Williams sack. Um, in no way would I ever would in any way would you expect someone to beat Trent Williams clean off the line, untouched. I, I mean, Trent literally didn't touch him, didn't get a finger on him. Would you ever expect anyone to come off come off untouched and and get to and get to the quarterback like that? I wouldn't expect Nick Bosa to come off untouched. I'm not saying he can't be beaten, yeah, but yeah. untouched. So, Jimmy. And that happening, I can't blame Jimmy on that. I can't blame Jimmy being shocked that that happened that quickly. Because, yeah, there's a clock in your head, but not with that dude. You have you feel a little bit more time when you're rolling away from him because you got everything slid. He's one-on-one. You're seeing what's happening in front of you. I can understand Jimmy thinking that, okay, I got a little bit more time. Because it that was just like a, a straight race. So on, on that one, I, I can – I'm not gonna blame Jimmy for that one when your tackle got beat clean. So, you, so you're saying they they rolled the pocket on that one? I, it looked it looked to me that the way that well they slid the line, they slid the line. So if you're if you're looking at the way the line is slid and you're seeing the one guy who's one on one, you know that if there's gonna be pressure coming, that's where it should be. If you don't see anything break in front of you, think about it. So if you got your line sliding to to your right. And if you're feeling anything, you know that's where it's got to be coming from. So you're you're moving, and a lot of times they move the pocket just for that for that sense. You know, you're just trying to give a different launch point uh, uh, launch point because it just it changes the angles of the defensive line and whatever stunt that they're running. So I kind of feel like that was that was by design because if it wasn't and he felt him from the very beginning then you're absolutely correct. Then why that, stop? That's, so what, that's what I, that's what I thought. So that's, so that's, that's, the I, thing. I, would, it, I would it, have to go back and look at it. Yeah. You know, when, and I always tell people, people like, why don't you go to football games? I'm like, cause I like watching the game. You, you can't watch a football game at a football. It's game. Hard. Yeah. It's hard. it's hard to watch a football game. <laughs> people that, shh, don't tell nobody ED. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the secret for, for all those that work in the field. Like it, it's hard to watch it. I, I remember the, the first time, the very first game I did as a sideline reporter, the game was over, and I was like, damn. What just happened? I ain't seen none of the game. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. You cannot watch a game if you're at the game. You definitely can't. I mean, you, no, you, you can't watch a game. The only way you can watch a game at a game is if you're calling the game. Yeah, yeah. Only you're locked, you're, yeah, now, you're locked in. Now you're point. involved. You're locked in, yeah. and and you have you have and you, you know it's audible. So even things that you're not seeing, you're talking about. You remember them. All of these things. You got the visual. You got the audible. Uh, um, so the audio. So that that for me, that's the only way I. Can I no, I I look. I I will I will second you on that because it like I've been I've covered football games, calling them in the booth. As a sideline reporter, in in the press box, as a writer, yeah. as a as a reporter, um, and what you said is is absolutely correct. The only like, time if you're, call, if you're calling the game, that's that's that's, that's the only, the, that's the only, the only way you, you're um, going to know everything that happened. Yeah. So back to wherever we were going. So all of this, um, Jimmy, I I know Jimmy's gonna I, I 
you know, during games, I've done it since he's been here. Jimmy is always going to have that what the hell throw. He's always going to have that what the hell throw. Yeah. Where we are right now, and this is the issue that goes back to the coaching aspect of it, and I see it now. It's, it's becoming more and more glaring as the season goes on, and that's why I talk about the coaching um, both sides. I talked with um, Kyle and his play calling, his play selection, his play design, um, and I'm starting to look at um, D'Amico a little bit more. You know, I said it last week. Um, I know because we keep giving them passes where they only did this much in Atlanta and you have to do this and, and this. And I'm like, okay, you you look at them. What, what did I say? That first, that you know, first drive, Atlanta went down. Perfect. Because what I can game plan. I know what this guy's going to do. Second drive of the first, of first half, um, first drive, first 15, what, they went right down and scored. Then he, he adjusts. And what did I tell you? I said, I want to see. People are starting to get – looked like to me Atlanta had a book on what they thought he was going to do in those situations. Let's see if we can predict it, and that's what happens. Let's, let's see. You get into this game. Now, you got a really good play designer, play caller, scheme guy. Let me see if I can do certain things and get him to and figure out what it is they're going to be doing defensively. Looked like he figured them out to the tune of 44 points, right? Yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So that's so that's what I'm that's what I'm looking at offensively. Um, Jimmy is proving the quarterback situation. We we discussed it before, and, and I know what you say. You say you defend Jimmy. Um, I defend. I've always defended. I, you know, I don't care about the play. I don't care. I don't care who plays. You you know that. I on the pod before the pod after the pod. You know, if we're sitting drink coffee, I'll tell you. I don't care who plays. Nobody cared if I played or not. I don't, I don't care. Um, is it when you're out there, can you do the job? And I think there are some guys that are capable of doing the job better because of experience, because of the situation, whatever. Uh, Trey, you brought Trey in to replace Jimmy because you wanted to upgrade that position. It is obvious you have to upgrade that position um, because there are limitations at the, at the quarterback position. Um, I don't think, like a lot of people, that the play selection is based on that because you had that design in mind when you went out and got this guy. Yeah. You, so, so you, you, you didn't, you didn't go out and get a guy that says that, that you thought couldn't do everything you, that you hadn't scouted to see if he could do everything that you wanted done. So the way you call a game is the way you call a game, but you have a guy that, how do I put this? Your game planning has to be perfect with the guy that you have running your offense, because if, if it's not, you just touched on the fact that some of his reading and some of his decision-making um, those things, when those things are off, it can get ugly because you don't have that cannon of an arm or the extra special legs, the athleticism to make up for those mistakes. Why am I touching on that? It's because I'm getting, I'm starting to get there. The coaching, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm just saying he's looking really, really average. I, I, it seems like the league is catching up and has caught up to his offense and all the window dressing and the motions and the shifts and the personnel changes. And, and, and it seems like you have to make some changes and they're not being made. And I'm just waiting for that. And every week with the guy who can't, play out of your coaching who can't elevate your scheme 
because he doesn't have that extra special talent, your coaching is coming into question for me. And that's all. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm just watching that and just seeing what's going to happen, what's going to change. And I don't see a big change. And, and I, I don't know if you were about to do it, but the only change that I did see, and I don't even know if it's necessarily, necessarily a change, McCaffrey comes in, he touches the ball, run game looks different. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and that's I started this pod by saying there's a silver lining, right? I, that, that's the silver lining right there. Christian McCaffrey, obviously, he I mean, he got limited touches, of course, just joined the team. But um, there's there's some pop. There's some explosiveness like you see it. Like I got excited watching that first drive, that first drive and him come in for one. Like I wasn't sure if, you know, how much he was going to be able to play or if he was, you know, and, yeah. and he came in immediately like first drive. Right. I certainly wasn't expecting to see him on the first drive and he came in and I told you you're going to play. Yeah. You, and, you and never, I don't know why you don't listen. to me. Well, no, I, 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 I'd gotten to the point where, you know, I, I believed he was going to play, but, you know, I, I didn't know when, you know, um, and then I, I went, you know, seeing him on the first drive was a little bit of a, a, a surprising to me, but to see the like the impact that he had. In- let, me, let me ask you a question. Why the first drive? If, if you know the plays, if you know the plays, there, it's going to be the same play um, the first drive that it would be in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter. Not, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're right about that. Um, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, obviously he didn't start. I mean, it's not like they're going to teach him on the sideline during the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got it now? <laughs> now? Okay. We're thinking about putting you in. Let us know when you get it. If you get it. If you don't have it, we won't use you. But if you get it, <laughs> we'll throw you out there. It doesn't work that way, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, and 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 they, they talked about that on the broadcast in the sense of, I guess Jimmy had, had mentioned to the announcers like, look, if he does, you know, we just he don't understand the play call. I'll just tell him what to do on said play, right? And and so he, um, I see the opportunities, I see the possibilities, right? That I maybe did not see Thursday last Thursday night when this this trade was made. Um, like I, I started to get it a little bit more, right? And, and there's still a whole lot more to yeah. be seen. From that standpoint, right? But that can, was, can we put it? Can we put it together, right? Like that's oh. the that's the big question, right? Because like if we gonna keep it a buck, you know, I think you, and I said this, and, and I continue to stand by this. I said this when we did the pod going into this week. You know, there would there more there pl- weapons of plenty. Yeah. On this offense. Yeah. Hell, we ain't seen Kittle in two years. Yeah, like and, and and there was a time when he was the number one tight end in the league, and and now he's kind of slipped down some of those ratings because he's a forgotten man, right? It, it, it's like a, a a a have you seen him sign, right? And that ain't his fault. No, no, I mean that's play calling. That's 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 the design. Um, that's uh, opportunities. You're right. I'm looking at it. What did I say? What, what did I tell you, McCaffrey? The number. I don't have a problem with it because this. What did it, well, it this was a cow move. Remember me saying that? It was a cow move. I, I said that when they first did it. That was a cow. John made this is this is a Kyle move. John, I'm gonna give you John John Lynch is saying, I'm gonna give you what you need to run your offense. I know the discussions had to go on. And this is what you need. You need that running back. You need, okay, there we go. That's why I said I don't have a problem with the price because you're saying that we're trying to go all in right now. Well, you're going to have to make some changes. You're going to have to make some changes or you're going to have to have you're going to have to come to the realization that um, you can't coach a perfect game. You can't protect anyone on the field. 
regardless of position. You know, I've always told you that you can It doesn't matter if you are, if you are deficient at something, the league will find it. They will find it. it does, and it doesn't matter if you're a quarterback or if you're the groundskeeper. You got to be efficient at whatever your job asks you to do or the league will find it. You can't coach through all of that. You can't because you have to coach perfectly. And, and it's just too hard. You At some point, it's going to get exposed. And that's what's happening at the quarterback position. So you got to go back. Um, and that's what happened. That's what's happening at the play calling position, too. Um, for, for Kyle. So I think you just got to come to the realization, like we said, if you say the only way to win with Jimmy Garoppolo is to run the ball and play good defense, then you better get back to doing that. And you better get back to doing it properly and then sprinkling in the past the way you're going to do it. But you got to find a different way to, to approach some of this stuff because it seems like people have figured it out. Yeah. I, only I mean, the only you say the silver lining is McCaffrey. I say the silver lining is his Rams week because you know I never lose sleep. <laughs> Rams week. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I I'm telling you, I was like, I, I was kind of, I, I thought about that, but then I was kind of scratching my head, looking at looking at that score, look, looking looking at them down by three tubs at home. I um I I yeah. get it. I get it. That's I, a whole other pod later on. I, we we talked we talked we, talk, we talked about this. You know, we I think pod after the pod, like best case scenario is this team possibly finishing four and four, like. Keep it a buck. Like I had this as a loss, right? The the Chiefs yeah. game. I had this as a loss going into the season, right? I didn't have them getting steamrolled at home. I I had it as a win going into the season. I told you that. Yeah. I thought they, I thought they would uh, had a chance to win this game before everything happened. You know, uh, you you start changing things as they play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, best case scenario now you're looking at four and four going into the bye, and I mean it's just a good thing you're in a division where no one is really separating at least in, at this point, right? Like yeah. so Yeah, and if and, if and 4 and 4 going into the bye is not the end of the world. 4 and 4 going into the bye actually will put you pretty much where you are right now. This is an at, at best, at best average team. The San Francisco 49ers are an average football team right what, now. What, at what is, best. And what, and I don't even know if I can give you that right now. That's what I'm saying. At their very best, they are an average football team. This is not a championship football team. This is a team that should have championship aspirations. This is a championship roster, in my opinion, um, a team that should be competing for a championship. Now, I'll put it that way. Um, this is this is one of those teams that should be in the hunt for a better team in the league. Um this should be one of the better this this should, a defense that should be in the hunt for the best defense in the league, and they're not that. This this squad it's just it's just not that. This team is less than right now, across the execution, coaching, um, um, I, I I mean decision making. We can we can go across the board. So I'll I'll leave that alone. Yeah, less than less than less. Less than 500 possibly going into the bye, three and five perhaps. Wow, where have we seen this before? Um, Something we'll get into later this week. It is Rams week, as ED mentioned. We'll break that one down for you later in the week. Niners losing uh, week seven at home to the Chiefs by 20 plus one. So you can add that up. Feel free to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like or follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, hit that like or follow button. Uh, hit us up on social media 
at our Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. So from my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all later this week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.